Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for a special edition of Force Center Reacts. That's right. 
Anytime there's big Star Wars news that hits and we need to discuss it, and we've already recorded other episodes because our recording schedule locks us down a certain path sometimes, we try to react for you guys so you can get our take. So I am joined here by Joseph Scrimshaw. I am very happy to be here. I've been reacting in my soul for days, and now I get to react with you in person. I like that you and I can take take a moment <laughs> yeah. and take it in. Uh, sometimes in my, uh, my, my day job, I have to rush into a studio real fast and uh, you don't get to kind of meditate on it. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? don't have to let it sink in and sometimes the news changes all of a sudden which <laughs> is a little scary. I have completed videos <laughs> only to find them being, uh, the story's been completely denied by the sources yep. right after. So you and I are taking some time. Now Jennifer uh, cannot be with us for the recording tonight but in a way, she is. We have a statement, so to speak, from Jennifer <laughs> on uh, this news. And the news we're discussing, uh, Joseph, is, of course, this new Star Wars trilogy from the mind of Ryan Johnson. Yes, new Star Wars trilogy and new television show. New live-action television show on the streaming service. Two huge bits of news dropped on the same day. Yeah, as expected with that TV show thing, but it's nice to get confirmation, you yeah. know? It's like we're waiting for that confirmation in that Obi-Wan movie. Right, and I, <laughs> we're going to be waiting until the next time Bob Iger just chooses to make a damn phone call. Yeah, that's true. A lot of this coming from uh, Bob Iger and his uh, his little conference calls with yeah. investors and yeah. uh, chair people and, uh, and it's all that. totally understandable from a business perspective, but I remember... Remember that, you know, way back even on the Jedi Council days, we've had these discussions about, when are they going to do this strategically? Which convention? <laughs> Why? And like, well, it's because the money people want to know how much Star Wars money they're getting, and exactly. Bob just tells them, and then reporters... Just drop it on Twitter. Like, I want a Bob Iger phone convention. Yeah. Where we just stand in line for hours, <laughs> and it's just Bob Iger on the phone. IgerCon. IgerCon. And, and I love that uh, the the two biggest sources for Star Wars news are Ron Howard's Twitter feed and Bob Iger's <laughs> conference calls. That's good. So we're going to dive in here. Um, we wanted to, We definitely wanted Jennifer's take on what's going on, and she provided us a nice prepared statement. And we're going to listen to that now, and then Joseph and I are going to talk about... The new Star Wars trilogy. Hey everyone. Obviously, I am thrilled with the news that we're finally getting a Star Wars TV show and a new Star Wars trilogy. I think having all this new content will actually give Lucasfilm more room to take risks, and that's very exciting. I know a lot of people want this new trilogy to be focused on the Old Republic, and while it would be cool to see the Jedi Civil War, I personally don't want the stories to get confined by the EU or the Knights of the Old Republic game. For me, I hope that Johnson explores the time period beyond Episode 9, so we're not asking who a character's parents are or if a villain is actually Darth Plagueis. Obviously, I still want to see lightsaber battles, so maybe there's a way to explore the current timeline but meet new characters from the mysterious unknown regions. All I know is, whatever the new trilogy is about, I am just grateful that we will have many, many more years of Star Wars to come. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, there is Jennifer's take, Joseph, and it's in line with a lot of what I'm thinking. Uh, the idea that I don't want Ryan Johnson beholden to any properties that came before may be inspired by. We all keep thinking Old Republic, but I think uh, I, I'm with Jennifer on that point. Yeah, absolutely. I've been predicting Old Republic as the new trilogy for a while because right. I feel like they need to get a little bit away from Skywalker. Old Republic could still be Skywalker, as I've theorized. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. This, but I, I think Jennifer's got a really great point about if what they're looking for is really fresh slate— Mm. then you're running right into so many expectations of like, oh, you're going to do Old Republic, but not Darth Bane, but not this, but not that, but lightsabers work that way and they're not this, like all all of the attachment uh, from uber fans of the Old Republic, you could get a little tension there. Yeah, I I think you're so right. When I first heard about this uh, news, my mind immediately went to Old Republic. Now, I've said before, I'm not a huge – I don't want to say I'm not a fan of the Old Republic. I just didn't dive into it. I didn't play the game. I read the first Darth Bane novel. Really enjoyed it, and then guess what happened? I was I had ordered the entire series. I have the other two books that Carpetian wrote, and then the new canon novel started com- coming out. 
And yeah. to quote my girlfriend the other night, are you, are you reading another Star Wars book? Because I'm reading Legends <laughs> of Luke Skywalker, and they, they just – and I love it, but they don't stop coming out. So I have not had a chance to go back to the Bane series. Yeah. I just don't know the Old Republic. I want to. I don't know if I feel guilty about that. But Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know it super well either, but I know that there are people who do and who swear by it. So mm-hmm. I think imagining that, that tension – and not like it's a huge problem, because yeah. I think that's even, we'll talk about this more, I think that's even a possibility for the TV series. Yes. But it seems like everything about this statement is fresh, 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 shut up with any concerns <laughs> about us repeating things, shut up with any concerns about us not, you know, interpreting past things correctly, because right. we're into brave new territory. Right. And I guess we should start, I know you and I are both excited for this. Oh, yeah. Well, let's let's talk about what this actually kind of means for The Last Jedi in terms of confidence in <laughs> The Last Jedi. Disney's got to be feeling pretty good right now if they're going to do this with Ryan. Yeah. You know that gif of Darth Vader playing baseball? Or he hits the baseball with the lightsaber, and then it goes into the space, and it blows up the Death Star. I think yeah. it's like that, except for without blowing up the Death Star. <laughs> That's my interpretation. Because a modified Star Wars yeah. gift. Hopefully, there's no Death Star in this movie. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah, I'm excited now. I'm I'm even more excited for the Last Jedi. Yeah, it's just like they didn't knock it out of the park. They knocked it out of the galaxy. Like it's just got to be so much right. what they're looking for. And I think not only the relationship with Ryan Johnson, which a lot of people have commented on, that was yeah. clearly so smooth and they've had some rocky ones. Very clear. But I think, you know, something about that maybe Ryan Johnson is just really helping them see what the new direction could be. Like what these movies mean in the 21st century. We here at Four Center try not to get into that uh, let's pretend we're in these meetings kind of speculation talk. But I, I want to try that now. We we had confirmation, at least publicly, I think Ryan said it or maybe it was Lucasfilm, that when Trevorrow was removed from Nine, they Ryan was their first choice. Yeah. He didn't want to do it. And Abrams and I wonder now, I, again, we're not in those meetings. I wonder now if Ryan was like, you know, what? I don't want to do Nine. But what if I did this? Yeah. Because this doesn't seem like it was in the plans necessarily like a long time ago. No, I think that's very much a possibility because this also is just such a great tactical move. Because right now we're waiting for them to confirm Obi-Wan, maybe even still Jabba, maybe even maybe, still right. Boba Fett. And mm-hmm. they're already going to be under the criticisms of, oh, are you never going to travel out of this? Right. So now if they do in- introduce either of those things or when they do, it'll be like, don't worry. Ryan Johnson is making up something entirely different. Right. And you guys like what he did in The Last Jedi, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, overall, I'm excited. Yeah, Ryan just seems like um, he, he, again, it's so weird because we've only seen trailers and we've yeah. only heard rumors. But he seems like a, a guy that, that not just got Star Wars and you have to get Star Wars to do it, but yeah. also was not afraid to take it into challenging areas. And we're going to get that. We're going to see it in theaters and figure that out in full. But when everyone in the cast is like, mm, like we keep talking about a four center, yeah. that shows me that he can do what he's saying and doing with this new trilogy. Absolutely. Take it to new areas. Yeah. And I always talk about Star Wars being a cocktail of the old and the new since yeah. the very beginning. And if Ryan Johnson is starting from this point of like, I organically get what this is. I get what these characters are, uh, but I want to go, in this new direction with them, that's Star Wars right. in a nutshell. And if that's just kind of the perspective he's coming with, yeah, it would make sense for them to say, go ahead, you create this new corner of the galaxy. And this talk of, uh, say, we'll, 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 we'll use the phrase and the term Old Republic, but that just means 
old, like oldie time, oldie time, Star Wars oldie time, Star Wars oldie time. <laughs> what if that's what it's called? Star Wars oldie time, <laughs> Star Wars oldie times, part one. Um, you know, Every beginning has a beginning. Trying to figure out where this movie's set. Let's. I actually like I, I, Jennifer's take on something beyond nine, and maybe it's. The saga doesn't continue in 10, 11, 12, but it continues in a different way. That might be what other people don't want. Um, uh, what do you feel about that idea first? And then I want to go into the thoughts of, of the old stuff, the old yeah. times. I, I'm interested in the far-flung future, uh, but I think there's a little bit of me that, that resists that. I'm more interested yeah. in past or sideways than future because I feel like it does uh, really hammer home the idea of this is always a cycle. Yeah. So if these characters are still facing this problem, like, and I know that intellectually. Yeah. But there's something about it emotionally where, like, I, you know, I would love, you know, to live long enough to see Ray and Finn and Poe come back 20, yeah. 30 years later and actually see those movies. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. there's something if they've already told an even farther out story that weakens that a little bit for me. I, I I understand, and to hear you explain it that way, um, yeah, I, I wasn't. I, I still wanted to go in the past, but the idea of the future, say, off to the side with a Ray. I don't want to say standalone movie because, and this is obviously a trilogy, but you know, like, yeah. here's Ray's adventure, here's Finn's adventure, here's uh, you know, it's it's Ray one, Finn two, Poe three. I don't think they would do that, but I was intrigued in something like that. But what you just said made a lot of sense. All right, let's say you do a hundred years into the future, yeah, a thousand years into the future. Well, now we are locked in. A thousand years is a lot of time, but yeah. we're locked into something. Yeah. And that's going to hamper what they would do down the line. Yeah, yeah. So be, so if some new order has arisen, like then you're like, oh, is everybody preoccupied with it? Yeah. Is Ray the one who starts the clack clacks or whatever <laughs> the new order is called, you know? To fight the Von Zugzon bone. Not <laughs> not to be confused with the Yuzon bone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the idea of the past. I... I, I'm pushing. I like this. This is why I like this. Okay. Again, we haven't seen The Last Jedi, all right? I get Rebels episodes a little early. I don't get The Last Jedi early, all right? Um, but I, the idea of exploring the origins and the beginning of the Force, the nature of the Force, the true purpose of the Force. Ooh, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Ryan Johnson seems to have taken a dive into that with The Last Jedi. Right. So this could be Star Wars uh, books. Like, yeah, so old that books still existed because obviously he's <laughs> dealing with that. He's a he's the yeah. first person who is like looks like the movie's really going to dive into that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would be totally down for older public. You know the mm -hmm. concerns uh, are there, but I would be totally up for that. I think that it might be just mm -hmm. the unknown regions. And which is what Jennifer mentioned as well too. So you 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 both get uh, uh, you know get some unknown region points because people <laughs> love those unknown regions. What could in your mind? What would that be? Because well, I'm yeah. intrigued, but I don't know if I'm interested. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let me let me. Yeah, I, I can get you interested. I know it. I know it. <laughs> uh, no, literally the first thing I clicked on when I saw it when the news started to break, mm -hmm. and I could not find this again. Mm. There, the quote in that article, which might have just been incorrect was Bob Iger saying Ryan's going to do this new trilogy in another galaxy. And then, uh -huh. like, five minutes later, the official Lucasfilm press release was out, and I tried all my Google foo, <laughs> and I can't <laughs> find that article. It's now all been replaced with a corner of the galaxy we haven't explored before. Mm. But when they said another galaxy, I was like, this is perfect. The yeah. Last Jedi, all of these, I assume, and all these books have firmly established... The First Order 
hid in literally another galaxy. Right. And right. grew, and they came here. So all we know about that other galaxy is the Chiss yeah. Ascendancy, and mm-hmm. Thrawn are there. Snoke probably, probably comes from Snoke, there. Yeah. First Order built some really large ships yeah. in, you know, ATM-6s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's all we know. Mm-hmm. So if you just gave Ryan Johnson, like, it, I think it might be a long time ago in another galaxy far, far away. Then time doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The Force exists there. Maybe Jedi don't. Maybe Sith don't. And then Ryan can just play with any idea of right. myth. So I was. I've been reading the uh, Legends of Luke Skywalker book. I'm. I'm. I'm I'll be honest. Struggling to get through it. Okay. Um, but I did find. And I, I think you're in the same. Maybe halfway. How are you? I, I'm a couple of chapters in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you gotten to the 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 second Luke story? I have not yet. Okay. So we're not to spoil it too much, and I haven't finished it. Um, but he goes, or allegedly, because that's what the book's yeah. about, goes to another far-off planet where these two characters are riding uh, wing, uh, four-winged birds. Nice. And they're traveling around, and um, Luke's studying because he heard that they are maybe Force-sensitive, but they call it the Tide. Oh, And the nice. Tide is this other thing, and then the, the one of the elders is like saying... And I'm paraphrasing, as you know, I'm not great with Star Wars quotes, um, uh, that, uh, you know, the tide doesn't choose good or bad. Mm. And those who try to control either way are kind of doing it wrong. Oh, It was a very interesting nice, telling thing. Nice. So there's some layers in that book that I'm finding, and I get it, and I will finish it. Um, so what you're describing now, so there's where I'm starting to get intrigued. Yeah. Unknown regions. Why is Snoke, if Snoke came from there, why does he understand the Force, the light and the dark, yep. and seems to be obsessed with the light and dark, was familiar with what was going on, and that would show that there's other people, other characters, same power. Yeah, uh, I, I like that. So, I mean, it's basically a canon way to do a Star Wars reboot. Yeah. Because eventually it could connect. Right. But if this is Old Republic times mm. in this other galaxy yeah. that people are vaguely aware, like yeah, there's parts of space that we can't cross and we, we're pretty sure there's another galaxy there. He just has carte blanche to take right. all of the ideas of 1977, yeah. A New Hope good and evil and all this exciting technology and this mysticism yeah. and this battle of good and evil that gets d- down to mythical roots. And that's exactly what Ryan Johnson said. It's such a powerful modern mythology. Yeah. I think he wants to build from the ground up and he can in another galaxy. How, so let's say we get three movies. If you do the first one right, we're all on board. Yeah. How does the general public get sold on? It's a new Star Wars trilogy. None of the people or characters you know, but also none of the real planets, the settings, uh, lightsabers, any of the familiar things. It's in an unknown world. Yeah. Yeah. And we still, we're, but we're still calling it Star Wars. Trust us, it'll connect. Yeah. That's that's on the surface to be a big business risk. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Again, you got to do the first one right. I don't think it's that big of a risk. Okay. Like when uh, I'll go to DC, the Flash TV show kicked off right. and was that first season is gold. Right. And then they immediately announced, hey, that Flash guy that you like, he's mm. not going to be in the movies. Mm. And everybody for just a hot second was like, what? That's not how things work. Right. And then they like DC across all of its properties explicitly introduced the idea of there are multiple universes. Right. And nobody cares. No Nobody's cares. that's not st- gonna stop anyone from seeing Justice League this weekend. Right. Other things might. Right. Superman's lip might. <laughs> that's a whole thing. But yeah. uh <laughs> years from now people who listen to this and have no idea what that no meant. <laughs> but I feel like people are more flexible than they used to be. Yeah. And okay. I can see the the commercial in my head of like 
it's the Star Wars you've always known, mm. but, but entirely new. Entirely. New planets, new characters, new weapons, something that looks like a lightsaber but isn't a lightsaber, you right. know? And, and a new war, a new, a new saga, a new fight for good over evil. Yeah. And, and I can get behind that with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm intrigued by that now more than I was at the beginning here, but I, I still, I still love the idea of a little bit of how the Jedi came to be. I love that too. Yeah, um, that is good. Look, uh, Bane or a Revan or anything like that, um, or any of the other weird Darths that through, through legends we have learned about <laughs> Darth pointy stick, Darth, uh, you know, <laughs> grumpy, like all these characters that I didn't Darth really read awesome. about. Yeah. Darth dark man, um, Darth, Badass. <laughs> like all those guys. Love them. I'm not making fun of you EU fans, but there's so many of them. Um, but again, then then I would immediately be worried because we're already seeing this with people like, you better not mess with the old Republic. There's, I'm seeing Pablo tweet out. Everyone's tweeting like, just, 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 just calm yeah. down. Everybody's really, really guessing yeah. it's going to be old Republic. How would yeah. you feel if it was smaller scale? If it was like... So a long time ago that that maybe mm. there was a little bit of space travel, but it, the galaxy wasn't so connected, and it was one planet, one culture, or uh, you know, what, a planet can have more than one culture, yeah. as we know from <laughs> as we know on from, human Earth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're trying to make it more. But what if um, that? What if it is in in this galaxy we've always known at whatever timeline? But it is. I mean, I know I was pitching an older one, but just a smaller scale. I, I would like that. I actually would like that. Um, I don't know. And let's say if it's in the center of the galaxy, let's say it's Octu. I don't know. Maybe he loves pork so much. He wants yeah. to go back to the caretakers and the borgs. I would be on board for that. And then if, as it slowly gets bigger, and again, if it ties to the idea of how some of this stuff began, I, I while you were talking, I thought about Star Trek First Contact. Yeah. I love that movie. It's a great movie. And it goes back to the beginning. Yeah. Here's how we got to where we were, you know? So I could be on board with that. Yeah, yeah. Just one Star War. Just (laughs) one planet war. Yeah. Uh, So I think that could be really interesting. So we don't have insight on really what it will be yet, and maybe that will start coming out. But uh, the other question is, when do you think, and maybe when do you want this trilogy of movies? Yeah, I think 2021 is obviously the earliest it could be. Correct. And I feel like... That's maybe, yeah. I think. I mean, if if Ryan Johnson's really like, this is what I'm doing now. I'm yeah. building this whole new story. I yeah the, yeah exactly. If he's like rolling up his sleeves right now, he probably took a little bit of a vacation and yeah. is prepared to take another one after Last Jedi comes out. Well <laughs> yeah. earned, we hope. Um, yeah. Then if he rolls up his sleeves, yeah, I could see it start going before cameras 2019 2020. I wouldn't mind. It's like 2020, we're getting Obi-Wan or something like that, right? In theory, but right. But there's a world where they've just said, like, you know what? Let's just hold, let's pump the brakes. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't mind um, after nine, a year or two, just to to rest and reset and get ready. But I don't think, I think Disney's at at least one a year. They and this want, could finally be the push to two. Right. This, they want at least one a year, but they could have accepted that, mm-hmm. like, we can make a lot of money off this in many, many different ways. Right. Like this TV show or whatever. Right. Or maybe an, another animated series might still be coming. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine a world, Ken, where yeah. 2019 is the end of the sequel trilogy? 2020, we get our Obi-Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. movie, uh, hopefully. Finally. And then they take two years off. Mm-hmm. In At this point in media saturation, two years is like a thousand. It's like being digested in a Sarlacc. Yeah, it's like a reboot of your property. And then when that commercial comes out, if I happen yeah. to be correct, of yeah. Star Wars is back like you've never seen it before. Literally never seen it. Hunger. Yeah. 
I, I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that, and maybe he shoots it a little bit more like uh, Lord of the Rings, and we get we get them back to back to back. Oh wow! Um, yeah, yeah, I, I could be on board with that because uh, that begs an, one another big question: is the standalone movies? Yeah. Um, there's been conflicting rumors and reports. Um, well, reports isn't the word. I, I've heard rumblings that they don't like the standalone movie. That Kathleen Kennedy's not too hip on the standalone movie idea. Then I've heard of the other one that she loves the standalone idea and doesn't want saga films, which just goes to show you what these rumors can be <laughs> yeah. sometimes. So something like this, do you think it cha- has changed their commitment to standalone films or will it change it? What do you feel? I'm, I'm, there, there's a part of me that's just really curious to see that if business-wise they can actually wait until this Han Solo movie comes out to make mm-hmm. a final decision. Yeah. It's like, is there a possibility that there isn't a 2020 movie? Because right. waiting until mid-2018 is too long. Right. Or is it that this promise of Ryan Johnson's making a brand new trilogy – Mm-hmm. not connected to anything, will make people more excited for an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. So it won't be. It's not just more of the same. News coming. News coming. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, I'm, I will be happy with a Star Wars movie a year for now for the next 10. I, I know yeah. people joke about it. Uh, two years is a little much for me because we get so with the books and the, uh, you know, uh, the TV shows, the comics, it's so much. The video it, games, yeah. It, yeah, it can start to drown you a little bit. Um, but... Well, a movie a year, why not for a while? For the rest of my life, God, I hope I live long enough to be tired of it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, there's been 90 Star Wars <laughs> films. Um, because, look, people people were asking, when's this superhero bubble going to burst? And it's not looking like it's bursting yet. No, no. I mean, this general superhero bubble might burst, but I don't right. think Marvel is anywhere near bursting. No. Marvel's modern mythology. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Star Wars, Star Wars was that in '77. It could be that again with yeah. this. It's definitely very intriguing, um, and, and it seems like they got a, a great person, Ryan. Now, also, correct me if I'm wrong. If remembering the statement, uh, he is definitely creating, writing, working on all this, directing the first one. I don't necessarily figure uh, it's not a shoe in that he direct the other. Two or was I wrong? No, that's I'm pretty sure that's the way it, it was is. stated. Is that I am writing and directing the first one, right? And uh, my partner Ram Bergman, my producing partner, and yeah. I are doing all of this together. Got and it. Everything was a we statement, which is also just makes me as a creative person like Ryan Johnson. Yeah, so like yeah. it's not just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my my money helper back here, yeah. whatever. It's like. We, we're yeah, doing this together. I'm telling you, I, I have not had a chance to meet the man. I stood next to him at the airport flying out to celebration. <laughs> and um, you never just, you just be around someone, you just look at them and you think uh, this is this is a, a nice person. And that's dangerous. You don't know, you never know what's going you on behind know. the scenes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he just had this aura about him. He was kind of by himself, a couple people with him, didn't have an entourage. And... Got on this plane with no fanfare. It just seems, and he has his camera. Just and you see him. He's just like I was taking pictures on set because I was on a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like it just. <laughs> oh, seems, am I directing this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. so yeah, you're right. Maybe he's a, he's a good collaborator. Works well with uh, big studios and the people uh, on the set with him. So I couldn't be happier, and I'm sure you are too, Joseph. That Thrilled. Ryan is staying in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, absolutely. The other big news to come out of this, just kind of casually mentioned by Bob Iger, is as we had thought, as we had hoped. And now can confirm a TV show will be ready for the Disney streaming service. So pony up your your Netflix, your Hulu, your Amazon Prime, and all your little uh, video on demand services. One more will be in your cart because uh, this 
ah, they got my money already, Joseph. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they had my money on the suspicion. And yeah. then, you know, and it really, uh, the digging the hooks in when Bob Iger was like, and it's going to be cheaper than Netflix because we're not going to offer that much, which is right. way different than, like, the Star Trek Discovery experience. Yes. We're like, in fact, here, give us more money to skip commercials. Like, I'm fine. Yep. Uh, yep. But the fact that it'll be a little bit cheaper and... I would have done it easily for the live action. I yeah. would have done it for the catalog of yeah. of past stuff, but yeah. a live action, like I would be, I, mean, I would pay the money for an animated, but a live action. I'm, yeah, that's it's breaking the barrier. It's never been. It's never been. And what I love about it, and in this era of potential Star Wars overexposure, yeah. I love the fact that, well, Lucas tried to do this. Yeah. He wanted to do do this. Uh, I think Ronald D. Moore had written some scripts. Rick McCallum talks of this Phantom 50 scripts that were just too expensive to do at the time. So I like that they're like, all right, George had a good idea. It's now's, it's almost late. Like now is the time, though. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it's interesting that they're both mentioned at the same day. Right. Because there is such synergy between, Mm -hmm. uh, what will the TV show be with the discussion of what will the movie be? Right. Right. Well, where do you want this? What do you want? Uh, I would be seeing here. I would be happy if they do the underworld, the going back to that. Not the actual, I don't think they're going to actually dust off any of those Dust off the scripts, but I think they will dust them off and and look at them. I think they already have for ideas. Sure. Yeah. Saw Guerrero was featured in it prominently. Oh yeah. 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 But I think there's, you know, stuff that has, I know like from uh, Chris Taylor's book that they mined a lot of it for the Clone Wars animated series. Mm. Mm. designs and ideas mm-hmm. in that. Um, and I think other canon has gone in a different direction, but just the setting of it's the bounty hunters, it's the scoundrels, yeah. it's the criminals. I, I think that's a possibility. I would like, and I would like it more in TV form than say a standalone Boba Fett or, or bounty hunter movie. Yeah. I, I, a movie, movies, movies almost too big to just have, you know, Boba Fett and his buddies. Not that that would be the movie, <laughs> but you know, but a TV yeah. show, it does work because it worked. In Clone Wars and, and has in Rebels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie could be Boba's big heist, you know, sure, whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're, it's it's a it's a real a different direction. I feel like what might be interesting about the underworld here is mm-hmm. that you get a little bit of a chance to really expand these characters in terms of, like, why are they criminals? Like, they did a little right. bit in the Clone Wars, like yeah, you were yeah. saying. But they get a little bit more into, like, who they are. Why do they make these choices? Right. Um, do you want... And I, I'm good with that. Like, I want the TV show to be... Somewhat familiar. I don't want to have to worry about are they going to get uh, Han Solo to show up or uh, is Jyn Erso going to show up? Uh, yeah. Not that I'd be have a problem with that stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to be sidetracked by that, where it's so close to where a character walks in and a shadowy silhouette of Lando walks out. And we don't ever deal with Lando or <laughs> I something. I recognize that cape shadow. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't. Mind, I'd be okay with the TV show being within that time frame. You know, yeah. within the original trilogy time frame, prequel era. With the Clone Wars, it's already kind of been done on TV, so I I wouldn't mind expanding. Yeah. I think what I really, really want, though, is I want the television show to be Old Republic. I think that – I really think that would work the best. Yeah. A 10 look – at, look at what Game of Thrones does. Look at what Sopranos did, whatever – The Wire, whatever big budget high cable show you want to reference – 
Yes, that's a good example. They could do that with Star Wars. Yeah. Ten episodes of Darth Bane's first year at the Sith Academy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Bane begins. I graduated (laughs) to Master of Death. (laughs) Like, uh, I would be thrilled to have Jedi Sith War. Or even first season is Jedi Sith Tensions. Because Mm -hmm. one of the things that I really want is, got a tiny taste of it in the Clone Wars, but it Mm -hmm. was during the war. I want... The day-to-day Jedi mm-hmm. of like how do they how do they actually function? What right. you know, we have never got to see them really wrestle with the kind of things that Anakin did. Of yeah, learning to not have attachments. What right. kind of attachments are okay? How do they become buddies with someone like Dexter Jetster? Do right. they go a long time without using their lightsaber and feel like? I'm not, uh, I'm really not a person of violence. Right. I rarely, rarely even use a mind trick. I mostly just go places and negotiate in a TV show that's well written. Like you describe that and say, like, it's Jedi. Yeah. They don't use the force. They don't use their lightsabers. Are you excited? And most people would say, F no. F no. But you compare that to something like The Wire or Mm -hmm. Breaking Bad or something that's like serialized storytelling where you know the character, mm-hmm. you could go three episodes and you could build until Boobop Jin first <laughs> brings out his lightsaber. Boobop Jim Boobop is a great Jin. character. We need a fan art on that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's funny. I was watching Phantom Menace uh, recently, as I do from time to time, as I'm sure you do as well. I do. And I was watching Qui-Gon fight Darth Maul the first time, and I thought to myself, is Qui-Gon thinking, oh, I finally get a fight. I finally get to pull this lightsaber out. I've been training for all these yeah. years, you know? We fight each other constantly at the temple and yeah, nothing. Nothing. I'm sure, yeah, again, the comics, you know, they get into little side adventures. Totally, totally understand that. But this is the first emergence of a Sith with a red blade and Qui-Gon, yeah, oh my gosh, this is yeah. happening. So what you're describing, you know, works on that, you know? Like, yeah. hey. You know, Padawan going, am I ever going to get my lightsaber? Can I use it? Can I use it? Can I use it? Like, I'd be interested in that. Yeah, you got to cut up a Gundark every once in a while. But, like, it's not this, you know, it'd be cool if we built the war and then even saw the Jedi-Sith war. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is when we talk about television shows these days, Mm -hmm. you know, that could be eight episodes. Yeah. It could be a limited event series. Look, I would would totally be fine with that. They haven't confirmed anything, haven't confirmed any of that. We know the streaming service launches in 2019. Uh, No word, if I'm correct, Joseph, on that the show will be part of that launch. I scanned today, and I did not see anything. I could have missed it, but Mm -hmm. I certainly didn't see any any details about when. It would seem like that would be a good business idea, Star Trek Discovery, an example of that. You want to start big. You want to launch with something that's going to get people to buy your service the disney catalog though might be enough and maybe they could wait and take some time yeah i wonder i mean i feel like if it's going to launch in 2019 it Mm. must be so ready to start shooting right it must have been so fully developed that's what i'm almost excited for is we might start getting some rumors and news bits soon yeah if it's that close because 2019 to get a fully functional you know uh live action star wars yeah. You know, look at what we're hearing this live action Amazon Lord of the Rings show. Yeah. That is now t- because they're going to need years to get that ready. Game of Thrones took a long time to get ready. Yeah. So news will be coming soon. Yeah. Regardless. Actually, you know what? I think 2020 is a little bit more realistic. I mean, not, obviously it's more realistic production wise, but yes. just from the psychology of the final chapter of the sequel trilogy, I'm like, oh, uh, you it's know what? over, but don't worry. In You're a right. few months, 
You're right, because t- uh, we, we now have uh, nine is at uh, December 2019. Yep. Thanks to JJ and uh, that whole mess. Uh, not JJ's fault. Good thing. Got more time to do it. Um, yeah, that would make sense. And the streaming service launches around the same time. Yeah. So there you go. Come see Star Wars. Come sign up. And then it's springtime. You get your show. Yep. And then in December 2020, Obi-Wan in the desert. Yep. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Bobo Jin on television and Obi-Wan in the movies. I don't know, Joseph, as we round up this conversation here, I don't know if this is going to affect a new animated show. I don't think it will. I don't think so. Um, I think Filoni will move to this show. I really think Dave Filoni's going live action. Yeah, I think he wants to. Yeah, and I think that's why he t- didn't step back, just kind of took a higher, more overseen role uh, with Rebels and a lot of the animated stuff going on, and he's earned it. Yeah. He's earned it with what he did with Clone Wars and now Rebels. In Maybe he's been developing it in some of that yeah. recent interview where he's talking about, like, I've been studying a lot of, uh, yeah. like, was maybe him, like, ju- trying to keep it under his leather hat and right. <laughs> struggling. Yep. Absolutely. So I, I still think we'll, we'll get a new animated show, and I want one. Um, no matter what it is, we'll be interested in that. But the final question here, Joseph, I think we, we touched upon it, but now maybe we can really look at it. Do we think this is too much Star Wars, and is that ever going to be a thing? I don't think so. It, it is. It's not for me. But mm-hmm. if it ever were, and what a strange world where it was too much Star Wars for me, <laughs> I would have the option of simply not watching something that I don't want to watch. That's the thing, too. Yeah, I feel like I understand where people are coming from, and some people are saying mm-hmm. it sincerely, and some people on social media, and some people are saying it in a snarky way. So any yeah. negativity in my voice is directed to the people who are expressing this snarkily. Snarkily, yeah. I, I understand that. Oh, the second movie mm-hmm. of this current trilogy hasn't even come out yet, and they're announcing a new trilogy. Right. I understand how that sounds like you're drowning in Star Wars, but it's not going to come out right. for years, most likely. Right. You know, so it's just like, let it let it breathe a little bit, yeah, and it will be fine. And the world is really, really rough right now. And if <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. any confusion about that... Look at the news. (laughs) Stick your head out. Turn on CNN.com for one second uh, and look at just the death in Wolf Blitzer's eyes. (laughs) It's a rough world out there. Star Wars brings so many people so much joy. Yeah, and inspiration and comfort. And which is why I unabashedly talk about it and love it. And yeah, I don't think, I don't think. There, there's those moments we'll never have uh, that Force Awakens moment again where we waited so long. Yeah. We'll, uh, you know, again, I was made the joke like, yep, I picked up that Legends of Luke Skywalker book and started reading. It's not been my favorite. So I'm like, all right, it's a little bit like homework. But guess what? You're right. I can close the book. I can put it away. Yeah. No one's forcing me to watch or read this exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, we uh, have, uh, thankfully, a lot more to talk about. We are around the corner in the bend. The Last Jedi is so close. <sighs> and we are going to be covering that, uh, breaking it down, doing all the things here on Force Center. Uh, but right now, with this big news, we wanted to take some time with you guys here at Force Center. We want to hear your thoughts on the trilogy. You can reach out to all the normal places, find our Facebook page, like it, and send us a message. Message on Twitter at Force Center Pod because Joseph, we want to hear their ideas just like ours. Absolutely, we love hearing all of the ideas, and, and I'll be sure to post on Facebook too to make sure we collect in the comments the yeah. guesses on what the movie and what the TV show is going to be about. Right. Well, that was it for now. That is uh, Force Center reacts. The Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy is forthcoming. Joseph, thank you for making time out of your schedule to record. Oh, always. 
And uh, you can find Joseph at Joseph Scrimshaw. Find me at Ken Napsuck. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash force center. You know the drill. The main show, the big show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet is just around the corner as well. It's a big week of Star Wars broadcasting here at Force Center. We'll see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.